Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, handsome listeners, we're very excited to announce a handsome live show on Monday, February 12th, that you can stream from anywhere in the world. Our first show was so much fun that we're doing it again, and we'll be taking your guys' questions. Plus, we're going to have a bunch of surprises and maybe a special guest or two. So get tickets at DynastyTypewriter.com now and join us. Again, it's February 12th. Your link will last all week. And you can get tickets at DynastyTypewriter.com. Hello there, pretty little handsomes. It's your friend Tig. I wanted to let you know I'm going to be working on my new stand-up material in Los Angeles, February 25th at Largo and March 1st at Dynasty Typewriter. Go to TigNotaro.com for all ticket and show information. See you there. Welcome to another episode of The Handsome Pod. It's your gal fortune famester. <laughs> and also me, Mae Martin. Well, and it's me, Tig, as well. I'm here, too. Would you Woo! believe? I believe it. Because every time we do this, the three of us show up. That's, That's true. half the battle. It is half of the battle. What is the <laughs> other half? Getting through the pod. Looking handsome. Yeah, yeah, looking handsome is a good portion of the battle. Well, yeah. I'm going to respond to Fortune. I'm going to say, you look dandy, kid. I already said that before. I appreciate I said, that. You look like a pretty little lady. You know, we have a new sweatshirt that says pretty little lady in our merch store, and I'm going to be rocking that thing <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a I've lot. Got, I mean, I already, I'm constantly like, correcting people on my pronouns and like and so just to add confusion to the fire maybe i'll wear a pretty little lady <laughs> sweater just to really mess with people might <laughs> as well you should just create chaos yeah keep everyone guessing all the time we could also make a, a sweatshirt that says pretty little they them oh that might be good oh, i could that. wear a hat that says little cowboy uh-huh. <laughs> a sweater that says pretty little lady and then a sticker that says they them or something <laughs> yeah. Well, my dream, because I have run into just hairy, burly, straight men that love this podcast, and it excites me so much that they're in on this, and I really hope they're going to kick down the cash for a pretty little lady. Y'all better uh, kick too. down that cash, baby. Kick it down. Kick it down. <laughs> down that cash. Get I've never you. heard of that phrase before. You better kick down that cash. I... <laughs> Somebody said that to me, I think, like 35 years ago, and my brain went, well, I'll be using that again. <laughs> Thank Where you do you for think that that's old from? Do you think that's like, there was an old farmer at the top of the stairs, and then his wife was like, kick down that cash or something. Kick down that cash. Yeah. yeah. Girl. <laughs> she was like, I'm Girl. going here. I'm you better kick down that cash. <laughs> You're not coming back in this house. What uh, what town is this character from? <laughs> the old west. That's the old the west town. town. That, that old west town. You better kick down that cash now. <laughs> Don't you come back in this house if you hadn't kicked down that cash. Well, I like that they, they keep all their money in coins, too. Yeah, pile mm-hmm. at the top of the stairs because you can't trust the banks back then because they <laughs> yeah. they just stole your money. Can't trust them now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Finally, all my Finally. money's disappearing. <laughs> we're taking down the banks. That's <laughs> where, <laughs> who we're going after next. If you went and checked your um 
bank balance one day if you're using like an atm and you look in it and there's accidentally 400 million dollars in it would you that's say anything lot. that's a lot to just accidentally be in your account that's in my account right now 400, 400 mil, mil? Oh, yes can so you get me a, a new propeller hat? in amsterdam <laughs> yeah <laughs> Are you saying what would you do? People always think they can just keep that, but yeah. the bank's always like, "Oh, we." Eventually, they're like, "We made a mistake. You're not supposed to have that." You sound like you're <laughs> speaking from experience. Hey, don't ask me any questions. <laughs> That's what I always say to Stephanie when we, uh, when we're getting into something. I'll say something, and I'll say, uh, "No more questions." <laughs> when you're getting into something, I, I, know, I, went, I thought you were about to be talking sexual that's what i thought like right before you have sex you go don't ask me any more questions no more questions this is a (laughs) no question zone it's only sexy time or no if if i'm talking about something and as i'm speaking i'm realizing i have no idea what i'm talking about i'll say no more questions yeah (laughs) that's That's better than admitting you're wrong yeah yeah so no more questions now, May, I haven't had a chance to ask you about this. It's been a couple of weeks since this happened, and I kept forgetting to ask you. Uh-huh. Um, you were, like, all over my Google. Uh, really? Yeah, because uh, you had a big announcement. I mean, it's like... So, you mean about my relation? My relation. Your relation, yeah. My tell, re- tell, tell You're still together, answer. right? <laughs> well, unfortunately, we... <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine it was a big deal because you guys sort of like a f- like we we all knew i i honestly didn't know it was like a not like a secret but i didn't know it was i didn't know, realize people didn't know I, I didn't really realize people didn't know and and yeah basically you thought people didn't know when you said i'm in i'm heavily involved with this one woman i didn't know they knew who it was well though. of course they didn't well, I don't know. I thought I was being pretty obvious because I, we're like all over each other's Instagram. But yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty exciting. But I did not expect. Well, okay, this is what happened. Parv, now can I use your name now? Parv. Yeah. I mean, Parv- you you're the one that officially came out on Instagram. Parvati. Uh, well, okay. Parvati. She did. So Parvati, um, she's about to be in the in Traders, or I guess when this comes out, she'll be. Oh yeah, be airing already. People this, are excited about this show. Oh man, I'm pumped! It's a reality show. It's my dream. And uh, what know, is like, it? It's like toxic lying in a in a castle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like well for wait for people who don't know, Parvati is from the Survivor franchise. Very popular on there. And yeah. this uh, this is who you're in a relationship with and live with. And I'm heavily involved with and live with. And she's uh, she's in like the Mount Rushmore of Survivor. And I'm like, to me, Survivor contestants are bigger than any actor, musician, celebrity. Like I have seen every season. Really? Times. Oh, like it's in, <laughs> I could write a PhD thesis on Survivor. So wow. So you were like admiring her from afar for a bit. I mean, like a casual 15 years, probably. Yeah. Whoa, for <laughs> yeah. real? What yeah. season did she start on? Well, uh, she was on season 13, and then she came back season 16 and, and won that season. And then she yeah. was a runner-up season 20. She was a runner-up. Here's my question, though. Could she really survive on an island? Oh, yeah, big time. Really? Oh. She She's won. Athletic. She can well, start a fire with a flint. I haven't seen this in person, but I, I assume. Could she hide in Thailand? Eating Thai food with a bonnet on her. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to past episodes. (laughs) All the past episodes I just pictured as little cartoons, and they're like, "Yay!" So you had followed her and and had had loved her work in Survivor. You were very impressed with her skills. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so now I'm getting embarrassed. So anyway, so she is about to do this reality show called Traders. And so they she's about to do all this press for it. And she was like, oh, so funny. They contacted me and they said, um, you know, you have to say stuff about yourself and your identities so that they know what press to send you for. And there was like a drop down menu of like, are you like LGBT or straight Mm -hmm. or an ally? And she was like, yeah. So I I said, I'm I'm an ally. And I was like. 
um you're like you're kind of more than that yeah and she was like oh i i didn't really get what that meant i was like like, sure you're you're like thanks for all the support she's like i'm rooting you on (laughs) so then she like emailed them back and was like oh apparently i'm i'm queer i'm super queer actually so forget it i'm not an ally i was like no you're still an ally but um, you're like i'm a queer ally yeah and then uh so i think off the back of that she was like it was new year's eve and yeah she was just like i want to post these pics but we truly did not expect i had like friends in england being like saw you on in the newspaper like what it was insane i can't believe anyone anyone gives a shit you were in my google alerts really what's happening but what are you alerting what are you just on (laughs) may uh no because we're in the podcast yeah i also no i haven't watched survivor in a long time but no i because we do this podcast together there was some handsome you know adjacent things Hmm. right Right. yeah Yeah, it was it was crazy um yeah it it was exciting but positive feedback right positive feedback i've never been like publicly in like like open really publicly about who i'm dating i I i'm I'm super private but i'm in i'm in deep man it felt very it felt very (laughs) natural yeah yeah so i'm pumped that's that's awesome awesome. ah jinx but i will i'm still gonna be referring to her as the woman i'm heavily involved with okay okay but now we know who you're referring to well we always knew but everyone else now knows that seems like new merch the woman i'm heavily involved with with an arrow (laughs) pointing the other way on the (laughs) t-shirt yes that's such a good idea that's pretty good (laughs) you can imagine if you if you got that on a tombstone like you were buried with your spouse and (laughs) you didn't kick that cash yeah we should go on a triple date though yeah let's do For it sure we just got to get fortune to get a kid oh yes yeah, so oh uh, well <laughs> can my dog come yeah biggie can come can my three cats come <laughs> sure that's <laughs> very lesbian of you <laughs> i don't know i'm scared of your cat tig after that oh yeah that, you got that scratch across your belly you got seriously attacked by your cat i did but it's coming along pretty well if you'd like to see yes please okay Oh my God! Wait! Whoa! That's straight it. across your belly. You—it's like a kind of Batman villain origin story. What'd you do to piss off your cat? <laughs> well, my cat uh, Linus. We have three. There's Fluff, Skip, and Linus. And Linus, precious little animal on this planet, in his first year of living with us, he very sadly got a plastic bag handle caught around his neck so he was trying to run and get away from the plastic bag and it was on him and making a terrible loud noise so it made him very skittish and it was just sad because we were trying to like catch him to get the bag off but he was scared and Mm -hmm. he's very affectionate but any slight move (laughs) it is like the bag is is right back on his neck and so I was carrying him over to the couch mm-hmm. to have, you know, a little snuggle time. Aww. And and when I passed by the uh, bar stools in our in our kitchen, I just pushed one of them in out of the way. Oh lord. Oh no. He jumped <gasps> from my arms and dug his claws into my stomach as he was jumping. Whoa. And I immediately I mean, look, I've had cats my whole life and I have had those horrible moments where something scares them and they're on you and they dig in and jump. Mm-hmm. I have never had anything like what happened that day. This and is another level. This, Yeah. It, listen, it's on brand for me, guys. Yeah, that's true. It, that's true. And so <laughs> as soon as he jumps out of my arms... It was so painful. Yeah. I knew it was really deep, and I immediately moved my T-shirt out away from my stomach because I was like, I am gushing blood. Uh. And for sure, I was just oh dripping blood. I was bruised. My stomach in time became purple. Did he know that he did that? No, he's did a he cat. Ap- he doesn't okay. know anything. Did he apologize? <laughs> did he, he apologize? Well, fortune. He apologized. Apologized. 
but this is why I'm scared to get cats because um, no, don't let it scare you. But to me, don't let me bleeding out. (laughs) My intestines. Don't let my cat going for the jugular send you running, May. These are loving. Having a cat to me, it's like you know when you're playing with a balloon and you feel like it could pop at any minute. That happens frequently. I'm always going to say, haven't played with a balloon and. I don't. I don't know when. You know, May. bouncing a you balloon. Know, balloon animals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all fun and games, but you know, at any minute, it could it could pop. Or you know, mm-hmm. if you have a if you have a relative that's a little scary, and you know, I you're didn't gonna... know a cat could do that, just jumping off of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, he used my body as his springboard, and yeah. uh, his claws just went in deep. Did you cry? Yeah. Did you cry? No. no look at me (laughs) don't not crying i did not cry i actually immediately felt so sad for him because i i i hate when he gets startled like that it's so sad but people were very worried uh about cat scratch fever which is a real thing what's people die from that? that well i don't know that you die i i think you have to be like knocking on heaven's door at that point i to think be... that people can die from anything sure <laughs> this That's is the right. biggest fight Fortune. that you guys have ever had wait what is cat scratch fever beside a song wait it's um, a song oh boy two against one yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> yes cat yeah, scratch ted... fever i forgot how yeah, it goes though. ted nugent Cat scratch oh, fever. Cat scratch fever. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I can't believe my cat scratch didn't go to your Google alerts. But anyway, I, I know. was shocked by that as well. Okay, well, I just washed it with soap and water and everything was fine. Okay, okay so if you start frothing at the mouth a little bit, we'll know. That yeah, you'll know. We'll know. You'll know. We'll know. Sometimes, though, I think about like if you're a cat and you said you, you picked him up to take him to the sofa for snuggle time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love I wish someone would pick up my whole body and carry me to the sofa but like that's that must be very disorientating for an animal they get their whole body picked up and just carried somewhere well here's the thing though it's not just out of nowhere i mean sometimes it is if i'm like being a little snuggle hog yeah but um sometimes you can tell when they're just like hanging around they're rubbing their face against the wall they're looking at you meowing They're, they're wanting some attention and so I yeah. just want to. I want to go back to rubbing their face against the wall. Now, yes. is that normal? Is that normal behavior? Yes. Yeah, okay. because there's some sort of glands that are in the cat's mm. face. I don't mean to like take your Mayfax and run here. <laughs> no, but, it's a tig, uh, it's a tig tip. <laughs> tig tip, tig. It's, it's a, a tig tip. tip. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm not quite sure what those glands are, but something about it feels good to them, and so mm. they they rub their face against things it's like my dog he rubs his butt against the grass that's right he's got glands down there 
Fortune's got a dog who's got a butt that's got gland. I've never had a cat, so I don't know much about them. I just know that everything's on their time, right? You get snuggle time with them when they feel like it. That's right. So my current dilemma is that there's a lot of conversation going on in the house where I live about getting a pet rabbit. And uh, it's because there's these Instagram people who are like cuddling them and they're so relaxed and soft. But I know the reality is going to be this like skittish little guy. And I don't think they are that cuddly and it's going to be. They can be. Really? My friends have a pet rabbit. What you're going to be dealing with is a lot of poop pellets. Yeah, a lot of poop pellets. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what you're looking for. I I made my dad get us some guinea pigs when I was a kid and then. I said I would be the one to clean out the cage and obviously oh, yeah. I never did it. And then he, one time he got so mad, he went, they're just little shit machines. <laughs> and I'd never, <laughs> he so machines. rarely swore. I was like, oh my God, dad swore. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a pet wombat because they're, um, they're marsupial. Their poo is actually in cubes. They poo mm. in cubes and they're Maybe. so cuddly. <laughs> they're really cuddly. A wombat? Yeah, but I don't I think it's illegal. I think I'd have to be like Justin Bieber, like smuggling an exotic animal over the oh. border. Wait, does, does he, he yeah, smuggle animals? Thing? Well, he had a monkey that got Oh my gosh. Taken from him at the airport. And it was what? in the news. At the airport? <laughs> yeah. Did? At, at the airport they were like, No, man. He was like How do you show up? We're gonna with- leave this monkey. <laughs> I mean, what on what planet do you go to the airport and bring a monkey? Well, he was just trying to bring a monkey back from vacation, and then uh, you know they, how you wait, do. Why are you so casual about that? Because <laughs> you know he was like, "Is it too late now to say sorry?" I, I'm assuming that's one of his songs, but I even feel like a lunatic anytime I've had to put my cat in a carrier and fly them someplace, much yeah. less a monkey. I, I truly am like, this is insane that I'm bringing my cat on a plane. I know. That's when you know you've got too much money and fame. Everything's boring to you now. So you're like, well, obviously the next step is I'm going to need a monkey. Yeah. yeah. And you think I can just talk my way out of anything like no normal rules apply to you yeah. like I, I do you remember um led zeppelin rode their motorcycles into chateau marmont like right into the restaurant oh no I did not know yeah. that yeah do we seven. remember that well i don't know what were you up to in the seven <laughs> and i were dining <laughs> i wasn't at, born yet <laughs> we, we were dining together and <laughs> we were having some some snacks yeah, but yeah. You know, here comes Led Zeppelin. <laughs> but you know on what? The stairway to heaven, <laughs> right down the stairway to heaven. But you know what? The fucked up thing is like they. I mean, maybe that was a different era where that was kind of celebrated. But they didn't get banned from Chateau Marmont. But Britney Spears, she got banned because she put food on her face, and she was just having a good time. She got banned for putting food on her face. For they, real? to this day, will not let her back. Maybe Google that, but I... Well, I'm not even going to Google it. I'm going to say, Thomas, while we're recording this, can you call Chateau Marmont and see if you can make a reservation for Britney Spears? Get her back in. Was that recently? No, that was like when she was shaving her head. I think they've let her back because oh, I, I believe... Uh, I, I heard someone say that she was uh, staying there like oh. maybe in the, in the last this? year. I have Britney Spears on my Google alert. <laughs> I love that on this podcast, you can confirm that she is not banned from Chateau Marmont. Thomas, will you please make a phone call and and try and see if you can book a reservation for Britney Spears? Britney Spears. Yeah. I I know because someone was... Party of two. Someone was staying there at the same time as her. It was during her recent divorce. And she, what they said, she was there. I have um, pop culture gurus Good on the ground. God, I guess so. <laughs> I did a weird. I did. I do a lot of like prank phone calls in in my spare time. And, Wait, uh, now currently? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And alone I, or with a friend or with with friends? That would be really troubling. What if they just did that alone? <laughs> <laughs> well, if, but if hello, you guys, hello, if you, who is if, this? Is your refrigerator running? This is Debbie from England. <laughs> if the you hairdresser. Guys, 
if you do get a weird phone call one time that's like it's your refrigerator you'll know it's me but i I, the weird it was you know when you are doing a prank and everyone's laughing and then it goes a little too far and you think who who am i so i called um soho house in la Mm. and i I said for some reason I, i said i'm Adam Lambert's agent. Adam Lambert, kind of a niche celebrity. He was on um, American, American Idol. American Idol, yeah. He's not that niche. He's also the lead singer of Queen now. Oh, fuck How do you yeah. know that? Because yeah, I what? love rock and roll. <laughs> Put another dime <laughs> in the jukebox, baby. I also played Joan Jett's mom in The Runaways and of got course. cut out. Okay. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I called and I said, Adam's going to be there in about 20 minutes. And I said, he's, he's a member. And they checked and he was a member. So it seemed like I really knew that. And then I was, I was making insane demands. Like I said, he needs a piano and oh he needs God. sushi and he needs, he wants to practice playing your song sushi by Elton John. Sushi isn't that insane. <laughs> I I'm know. Gonna a, <laughs> I'm going to need a bonus of sushi. <laughs> and with wasabi and everything. It was really weird though. It got to the point where I was like. And they were oh, saying yes? They were saying yes, and 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 then kind of none of my friends were laughing anymore, and I just thought, what am you I went doing? Too far. What, yeah. what was the what was the thing you asked for that they were like, that's well, too far? Sushi, a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be admitting this, Adam Lambert. If you're listening, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I did that. I'll call them back. I'll tell them. If they were weird to you at the Soho House, now you know why. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. You remember when U2 made it so that everyone with an iPod just automatically had their new album on it? Yeah, that was not a good day. They should do that with Handsome for for gay for everyone. Wait, why it. was that not a good day? Because oh. a lot of people didn't want it. They, the songs weren't that great. It, it was one of their worst <laughs> albums and it just <laughs> felt so presumptuous. Unless this is With or Without You, no thing. You love With or Without You. With oh. or without you. You know what I saw? Um, with what? or without you. I, I'm you forgetting. I can't leave. <laughs> every time Fortune with sings a song, oh. there's like, every time you sing Fortune, there's a, a natural point where I think the song will end, like where I think you're going to stop singing. I would <laughs> say it, hope it would end. And it always goes How on. How dare like you? <laughs> I have one more celebrity news item that um, about a celebrity not obeying the rules, but it's just a funny one to me. It's uh, I saw it yesterday in the news that Pierce Brosnan mm-hmm. went to Yellowstone National Park mm-hmm. and he just thought, I'm going to walk past all the signs that say don't go here and I'm going to get in these hot springs. And oh. uh, he got caught. He was posting pictures from them and stuff. And um, they're well, saying that's his first mistake. That's his first big mistake. But he, I would say it was his second. His first mistake was <laughs> passing all of the do not pass these signs, and True. then getting in the hot springs was the second. Go ahead, me. I mean, that's pretty much the story. But they're saying that, that he might face jail time and fines. Yeah. And but um, also, not like peers. six months ago, somebody put their foot in the hot spring, and it like dissolved, like in a cartoon, to the no. down to the down to the bone. No. <laughs> No, I mean I might be. <laughs> That's might. not true. That would be the biggest headline that everyone would be talking about. I will say of all that the Mayfet things that got, yeah, of all the things that I've said on this podcast, that was maybe the most made up. I like as I, I there's Take some <laughs> some kernel of truth, but yeah, in my head it was like a cartoon. Like he put his foot in and then came out. And it was just a skeleton foot. <laughs> no hot springs for me. Only Irish springs. <laughs> Are you Irish? I hear strays. Did you ever see the commercial? I don't know. This might be a 70s commercial where the, the guy is walking along and uses a knife to like cut part of the soap, the bar of soap. Like whittling a soap? This. I'd like to do that now that you mention it. I've not seen that. Did you guys remember uh, when Herbal Essence commercials were like the oh, biggest yeah. thing? Like a, they were like how in a shower and it was like Horny. orgasmic. Yes. Oh. Oh. oh no, Fortune! You've just forced us to picture you oh. having an orgasm. <laughs> you're in you're welcome. Oh no, with a headset on, <laughs> and then I have to sit down because I'm winded. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How much would Herbal Essence have to pay you guys to do one of those commercials and really commit to it? Oh. Full, um, herb, like washing your hair. Full one million dollars. <laughs> I do it, no charge. For, 
Take four hundred million. <laughs> yeah. No charge. You got to make something. I do it. I do it for a million. One million. You wouldn't do it for nine hundred thousand. Oh, as I said it, I was like five hundred thousand for sure. Wow, two hundred negotiated against yourself. Not they would do it for two hundred. No. Two fifty. I even find. Have you guys ever on screen had to have an orgasm on screen? No like one fake? wants that from me. <laughs> we just got it from you. <laughs> we just got it and we loved it. It was like this though. I wasn't fully committed. I was more just well, like. Well, we don't splash- know. I was splashing water on my face. <laughs> um, I'm not. Yeah, I've not been in. I. It's funny because when I was on the Mindy Project, my character in the last season gets engaged, and I started laughing when I. I realized at the end of filming that my fiance on the show and I never once kissed <laughs> or like had any sort of affection. She's like, well, we're engaged. Uh, we're engaged. Good for us. You sleep in separate beds like Ernie and Bert. Yeah. <laughs> you had sexy time on. Yes. And, and that's what I'm saying is like, having a pretend orgasm is so embarrassing in front of a crew of people and and you i don't really know what i look like when that really happens and oh it's just so i don't know if i could do the herbal essence thing did you have any problem being in the nude on camera yes it was weird because i wrote it so i'd be like oh guys this is hell and then i'd be like well i did write this <laughs> so I, I can't really <laughs> complain but and now um, i gotta take my pants off yeah my pants my, my pants pa- my panties my panties yeah. <laughs> my panties are staying on i did find it so weird just yeah. hum- humping so strange and then everyone else is like okay and cut and just moves on and you and the person are like eh, anyway they're eating, they're eating a donut like good job you guys yeah <laughs> speaking of donuts yeah. uh one time when i was in the very early days of my acting career Mm-hmm. I was on the Sarah Silverman program. I played a police officer, and there was a little tray of donuts behind my desk in the police station. And between takes, I turned and took a bite <laughs> of one of the donuts. <laughs> and I was so new that I didn't realize that that was not for me to eat. Oh, shit. <laughs> so all the continuity was... Well, they had to replace it, yeah. um, but I was so <laughs> embarrassed. But, you know, I have to say a, a friend of mine, she was in a movie and there was some note about her underwear needing to be thrown like on the floor mm-hmm. and she thought it meant her actual underwear and she was oh, like, no. oh, okay. <laughs> And she took her underwear off and tossed it on the floor. Oh, my and God. production was getting ready to start filming. And they were like, whose underwear is this? And oh, no. she had to claim her dirty underwear like, that was sitting. And she was like, that's mine. I thought you said to, like, throw my underwear. And they were like, in the scene with other underwear, not your Oh filthy underwear oh, oh my god that's insane uh, you only learn by being in a mortified situation like that yes like, well we'll do that again i weirdly had a donut incident as well filming because uh i had in the scene i'm walking and eating and talking and eating a donut and um I am allergic to coconut, as you know. And so when they were getting the donuts, they're like, is there any, are you allergic to anything? I was like, yeah, coconut. So somehow it got lost in translation where they said to the chef, we need donuts with no coconut. And the chef heard donuts made of only coconut. So the whole donut was constructed of macerated coconut. There was no, it was like the only ingredient. And so I took a bite and I I didn't want to fuck up the take. We were already so and I just Wait, like you didn't fi- smell the coconut? No, I was acting, you know. Uh, I don't know. I just put it in my mouth and then I swallowed it and then I was so sick for days. Oh no. Oh, no. But it's really funny to tell someone just no coconut and they go, Yep, yeah. got it. So and that's all just they coconut. Did. Yeah. Coconut <laughs> coming up. Coconut. Coming well, up and coming out. Go on. We should get to our question. Let's do it. 
All right. Well, today's question is from a hilarious comedian who's iconic in the stand-up world, uh, Margaret Cho. You know her from countless specials, as well as uh, recent movies like Fire Island um, and the TV show uh, Drop Dead Diva and Good Trouble. Uh, Let's hear what the very funny Margaret Cho has to say. Hi, it's Margaret Cho. Hello, handsome pod. The handsomest, all of you the handsomest. Have you ever considered being a cad? Have you ever considered being a rake, using your handsomeness for bad, for evil? (laughs) To me, it's a fascinating idea. A cad, a rake, can become a heel so easily. But it's a necessary part of being handsome. Is do you use the handsome for the good of the world, or do you use it for a sinister end? <laughs> yes, that's that's what I I, I would like to know. And also, okay. what do you think about my Feruza Balk shirt? I love you guys. <gasps> okay, Feruza Balk is a a big crush of mine, and she was in The Craft, but also she, when she was little, was in Return to Oz from the 80s, which is a very dark sequel to Wizard of Oz that oh. is, you, you forget how dark it is until you yeah. try to show it to a child, and then it's it real scary. Dark. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, I love that t-shirt. Whoa. What a question. That was amazing. I didn't know what the term rake was. No. That, no. That's another word for cad. A cad, like a rakish fellow, I s- suppose. I have never heard that. I I have a Margaret Cho story. Yeah, give it to us. So I was 22 and I was at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and I saw Margaret Cho was playing and I'm like huge fan, huge crush on Margaret Cho. Just like I got to go see her. So excited. And I forget, maybe we had a mutual friend, but we, we met and she was so nice and mm-hmm. i was like i love you and she was like come out with us tonight i was like oh my god so i go home i get all dressed <laughs> up i'm freaking out i'm going by myself with like her and her friends and we go and see this like australian uh drag show but this troupe that mm-hmm. are super funny and at one point they're pulling they pull a ticket number out of a thing and they're like whoever's number we call you got to come on stage and something as soon as they said that i was like I know it's going to be me and I don't want it to be me. And sure, <laughs> sure enough, it was me. And uh, I'm like, okay, I got to like be funny, but not look like I'm trying to be funny. And I don't know what this, what's happening. Yeah. So I, I go on stage and they put me in a chair and then this like muscly oiled up Australian guy is giving me a lap dance. Hello. Was, hello. <laughs> hello. And it was great. But then at one point they give me a metal spatula and he bends over like to, and he's like spank me uh-huh. and so i'm you know i'm game i'm game and so i <laughs> i just misjudge it i pull oh, no. back and i i hit a too hard and b clip his balls between oh, his no. legs and he he like screams almost and like squeezes his legs together and the mood shifts every I'm like I'm appa- I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry and everyone just like no one's laughing anymore oh my god he's and, like limping yeah they and they were all looking at me like what the fuck's wrong with you and I was like I didn't mean I I didn't oh. mean to clip his balls oh I, does Margaret remember this I don't know I haven't I haven't brought it up with her oh my god she didn't say anything about about that <laughs> I so mean funny. in my mind I was gonna like go out after the show with her and her friends and I think I just crawled home to like hide because I it was so embarrassing Margaret's seen so many things she's you know like I don't think anything could phase her Mm -mm. she's the best no (laughs) Margaret is like that true stand-up you know Mm -hmm. what I mean no matter what she's doing in her career no matter how far along she is in her career she's always doing stand-up she's doing theater she's doing open mics she's Mm -hmm. you know she's not somebody that's like i'm too proud to to do this or she's just like she's got something to say she goes on stage she doesn't care i mean that's how it seems to me maybe she'd hear me and be like uh that is incorrect (laughs) but um but i don't think so i mean i she to me is like one of those true true Mm -hmm. stand-ups 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause she, she came up in that San Francisco era mm-hmm. with those like yeah. unbelievable comics up there. Mm-hmm. Like that scene was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And she like, she does music and she does all kinds of, mm-hmm. she's like a real artist, I think. Yeah. Heck yeah. I was telling her a couple of years ago how when I was meeting with managers, um, who ultimately nobody wanted me. Um, but uh, when we were meeting, they would say, you know, whose career do you want? And I would always say Margaret Cho. Mm. I love Margaret Cho's career. Her question kind of requires that we actually believe that we're super handsome, which doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, maybe you guys, I to me, as you know, I, I don't know. I see, I feel like I'm 13 all the time. So I don't know. Have you ever knowingly used your handsome for evil? Hmm. Well, well, to, to to expand on what you were saying, you you see yourself. That's like that. Your view of yourself is like a thirteen year old. Is that what you said? Like I think maybe if I was like a cisgendered handsome man, then I would be corrupted by the power and and being mm-hmm. raised in the patriarchy. You know what I mean? But I think mm-hmm. because I grew up like a pimply. Uh, you know with a ponytail and and i think that i will always feel that kind of awkwardness inside me which i think is a good thing your 13 year old self will always hold you down yes and prevent (laughs) me from ever like you know what i mean from feeling yourself yeah too much yeah yeah i mean i was (laughs) listen i'm not known for my looks um, don't I talk about pod- my friend like that. <laughs> yeah. Do not talk about my friend like that. I don't like mean that. that in a derogatory way. I just mean like, you know, I've always been a big gal. And because I didn't come out when I was younger, I I wasn't able to like fully know who I was. I think the most attractive version of yourself is when you're in your own power of like, this is who I am. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you know what you're you're bringing to the world i think that's so attractive and i didn't know that about myself for a very long time so i couldn't use my handsome for good mm-hmm. uh because i was unsure of myself and my confidence right. was lower um and i didn't have that rapport with guys they didn't see me in that way so i had to develop my handsome qualities via my personality making people laugh drawing people in that way and so that was where i would be considered handsome more in those days and i would try to use that for good but could you use that for evil like you're you are one of the most insanely charming people ever like i'm imagining you on survivor or on (laughs) traders or on one of these like (laughs) cutthroat reality shows yeah because you'd never i would never suspect but I imagine you're good at like matching people's energy and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Making people feel comfortable. So I get you could probably. I have used it for evil in the <gasps> game Ma- Mafia. Oh, mm. exactly. Okay. If you're yeah. listening and you haven't played Mafia, it's just like one person's a bad guy and you got to in a group. Sniff them out. Sniff them out. Yeah. Like I, oh. was the ki- I was the killer and it was down to me and my friend. Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> and. And our it was like a big group of friends that we were playing, and it was so heated. My friend was like, "She's clearly the killer! Oh my god! Like I'm not the killer!" And I'm like, "You guys, I mean, come on! It's me. I really think I would do that? Like, and I was like trying to charm everybody, and they're like, "You're right. You could never do that." And wow. then I ended up being the killer, and the whole room was like, "Oh my god!" So I have used it for pretending. Well, this evil. is all good to know, and I'm going to keep an eye on you. <laughs> can we play? Can we get Thomas to add to the list, like a a, a game of mafia? I would love to. May all you have yeah. to say is Thomas added to the list. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say can we get Thomas. I don't want to overstep my station in this pod. I feel like Tig, you have the authority to ask Thomas to put stuff on the list. No, and we all have the authority. You just say Thomas, put it on the list, right, Thomas? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah, May, you can order me to put stuff on the list. That's oh. fine. All right, all right, mm-hmm. all right. Put it on the list. Tig, have you used your handsome for evil? Well, I mean, I think similarly to you. I mean, would you call it being a late bloomer? Yeah, for sure. It seems like we got three late bloomers here, and mm-hmm. I was. Uh, 
I was blooming late. And it was such a weird thing to come out and have people attracted to me. <laughs> I was like, what, me? What yeah. do you, I, hmm? Because my whole life and childhood, I was just like the funny friend mm -hmm. tagging along, you know, rock and roll guys or the popular girls. And so the only thing that I can even kind of say is that I got involved in ways with people that there wasn't long-term yeah, like potential. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah. Uh, not necessarily on purpose. Yeah. You're like, this is fun for now. Yeah. You know that they're more into you than you're into them. And I mm. bet there, yeah, as you're saying that, I'm like, I bet there's people in the a, world who would a, say that we have. <laughs> a <laughs> trail of tears. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I bet. I bet. Yeah. But I bet y'all both broken some hearts. I don't, I've not really broken anyone's heart. You have never broken a heart, mm -mm. Fortune. Never. I was always the, I was always the, one that got dumped wow. yeah. okay well would um, you there was one relationship uh, here we go here no, we it go was, here it was more the truth <laughs> no one was like a mutual like a mutual thing it just wasn't working we both knew it but mm -hmm. for the most part i was the one uh but i was also dating people that were like had one foot in one foot out already right but that's what was appealing to you at the time and yeah. you didn't yeah. realize it Yes, because I had my own damage and issues I had to work through mm -hmm. to finally get to the point where I didn't want that or seek that out. And it it became, eventually I had to work through that stuff out and that became very unappealing to me, thank God. Have you ever, like maybe Margaret's thinking like, like have you like hooked up with a fan? Like have you ever done that because I, I know that's a male comedy thing that mm -hmm. happens a lot right like yeah male comics for sure male comics and their fans I um, feel like I'm lucky that that dynamic does is doesn't do it for me at all yeah I don't think so I I've think never... I, I want to be the one that's like <laughs> <laughs> I kissed somebody once a week like a show weekend but mm -hmm. it wasn't like a fan well yeah and I I I've certainly I think any sort of interaction I've had with somebody was based on a genuine potential interest or attraction. It wasn't just yeah, like, same. oh, you're into me, so I'm going right. to drag right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm curious, what would that look like if none of us have used these powers for evil <laughs> what what would that look like I, I kind of almost can't even imagine it like what what would it be i mean i do think attractive people in a number of instances have a leg up mm -hmm. oh you know? definitely like that their their path in certain ways is a little easier but they it could be golden handcuffs too like i it, i mean i don't want to speak for poverty but i think in the early 2000s when, when Parvati was on Survivor and she was kind of known for being like vivacious and flirtatious and it was such mm -hmm. a misogynistic time and then that like label was so... Like they just sort of think of you as one thing. Yeah. And uh, it, it like revol involving looks and not the other things you bring to the table. Yeah. I really n not use my handsome enough, I guess. No, now now you're just married with a dog and you, you can't <laughs> do anything with it other than prance your handsome face around the house. I use my handsome personality to to meet my, my wife. I'm mm -hmm. grateful for that. They had in England uh, for a very brief time, there was like, you know, Pret-a-Manger, that chain of sandwich shop. Oh, yeah. I yes. didn't know that's how you said it or how it was pronounced. Yeah, Pret-a-Manger means ready to eat. I'm always like, Pret-a-Manger. Pret-a-Manger. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the baby Jesus and his Pret-a-Manger. Um, they had a thing where they, they announced that the staff had the power to give a free coffee to their favorite customer of the day. And no. so everyone was going and being so charming and handsome. And <laughs> That's like, hilarious. And Yeah, and I definitely would try and get that coffee. And then you're kind of bummed when you don't get it. But See, you know who I would give that coffee to? Who? I'm always drawn to like cute old ladies. 
Are you? Yeah, like I like that they melt my heart, not in an obviously sexual way. I'm not talking in that terms, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I have such a soft spot for old, adorable ladies. Like, ah, uh, I just if they need help across the street, I'm just mm-hmm. like, I think I th- see my grandmother in them, you know. Of right. course, I would be like giving them coffee, I'd be like, I don't care about all you other people. And they'd be like, stop flirting with me. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, moments when I was at an airport, somebody was pushing a like 900-year-old woman in a wheelchair <laughs> through the airport, and she was pointing to go over to like coffee bean and tea leaf or something. And the guy rolls her up to the counter, and I'm standing right behind them, and she just says... Yes, uh, one ice cream cone, please. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. my god, <laughs> that's amazing! Oh my You're god. like, give her what she wants. Yes, make it happen. <laughs> make it happen. Heck yeah, that's amazing. It's just like in her mind, it's like still the twenties, and who, like, She's of like, course they would have an ice yeah. cream cone and an orange aid. So here's 25 cents and keep yes, the change. One ice cream cone, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's hear what Margaret had to say. Yeah. My answer is yes. You want to be a rake. You want to be a cad. You want to be a heel. It's an essential part of being handsome. It's uh, an underrepresented area of handsomeness uh, to be a rake. We need more rake representation. And so oh. I think that being a rake, being a cad, being a heel is essential and important. So that's my answer. Okay, I'm Googling rake definition. <laughs> <laughs> a rake, a cad, a heel. So we need them. We need them in yeah. our world, Margaret says. Oh, here we go. In a his- mm. in a historical context, a rake, short for rake hell, analogous to hellraiser, was a man oh. who was habituated to immoral conduct, particularly womanizing. Often, a rake was also prodigal, wasting his usually inherited fortune on gambling, wine, women, and song, and incurring lavish debts in the process. Wow. <laughs> I'm obsessed. That should go in your Mayfax, what a rake is. 100%. All right, I'm a rake. All right, let's, I mean, <laughs> I love I just the- needed the definition, but I've raked around town. <laughs> You're like, well, that checks out. My inherited fortune I squandered on uh, wine. <laughs> I love that Margaret's like, oh, we need more of that. I guess yeah. d- maybe she means like we need people who like own their shit and are, are into themselves. Would you say a womanizer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that Brit- Britney Spears song? Womanizer, womanizer. Yeah. I bet she sang that at the Chateau Marmont. See, just when there, when I thought it was going to continue, it stopped. It's never, it never stops when I, I keep thinking you on your toes. <laughs> I'm a cad. Yeah, you're a rake. <laughs> so is that, is that what she's saying? Is just like a, a womanizer and, and you've got no problem um, just doing your thing. You're owning that you're hot. You're coming in. You're getting the gals. Maybe. I, I bet there's like a sweet spot between a rake and where I am now of like people pleasing. Like, I guess it is good to, to stop, you know, like uh, there's this word, like uh, owning, like owning your. Uh, yeah. Thing. Cause there, there's a word, um, pusillanimous. And I love that word. And it means contemptibly timid. Cause it's I'm like, act- <laughs> it's like you're being super polite and timid, but it's actually contemptible. It's so annoying. You're pusillanimous. So mm. maybe somewhere between pusillanimous and rake hell hellraiser. I think she was saying there should be a balance, like you know. Yes, yes. There's a balance where you have some of that, and then other people who aren't, and that's kind of what makes the world go round. Well, because if everybody was unsure of themselves and not being confident and going, you know, like, hey, what's up? You, you know, everybody just kind of be in their own corner. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, bro? That's how you know I was never a cad. <laughs> <laughs> I was always like, "Are you? 
want to talk to them over the, behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a balance because you gotta have those confident ones out there running mm-hmm. amok. Mm-hmm. And giving some heartbreaks along the way. And then you learn from that and you grow and And it helps you to get your heart broken. Oh a hundred percent it does. Oh yeah. My gosh. It's kind of a gift. Yeah. In a way. It's a terrible gift. A terrible gift. It is gift. a terrible gift that yeah. you want to exchange immediately. In a way, Linus gave you a terrible gift. <laughs> Linus really did give me a terrible gift. You gotta frame it like that, yeah. Well, yeah. What a podcast. What a podcast. Everyone go out there and use your handsome for good and occasionally a little bad, but try to not be too crazy. <laughs> Just make sure you squander your inherited fortune on wine and women. <laughs> We have a very cool show coming up. Our live stream that we did over the holidays was so fun. Broke records. It did. Broke records. People said they wanted more, Mm -hmm. so we're giving people more. We are doing another live show at the Dynasty Typewriter, this time on February 12th. It is a Valentine's week Mm -hmm. of love. Yes, this will also stream all around the world and you can buy tickets not just the night of the show leading up to the show the night of the show and what a week after the show you can keep buying tickets and again i'm i'm still floored i can't believe that our show broke their ticket sales record oh man it's crazy let's try and beat our record let's <laughs> I, I want people watching from all over because once you, it doesn't matter if you're in the wrong time zone you can you can buy the link and then stream it whenever mm-hmm. you want have a little watching party are you watching it on valentine's day you watch it the weekend yeah. after valentine's make day? sure you look handsome though yeah we yes. want everybody to look handsome send us pictures i might wear us i might switch it up and wear like a Dress. cozy sweater oh, oh yeah okay yeah we're going to be taking uh, people who are listening, their questions as well. So this show, we're going to focus on love because it's Valentine's week. Uh, even if you're single, though, we're going to talk about it all. You guys can ask us all kinds of questions about relationships, about being single, about finding love. Maybe you can meet the love of your life through the handsome pod. I wonder oh how God. we can get singles yeah. together. We I want to our- connect people. Our first handsome baby to be born, like from two handsome listeners. Wow. We need to start a handsome dating site. Oh my God. <laughs> Where handsomes and pretty little ladies who listen to the podcast can meet each other, fall in love. How do we do that? Seriously, Thomas, that's a great idea. Put, put it, on, it the on the list, list Thomas. Just figure it out, Thomas. <laughs> so get your tickets. You can go to dynastytypewriter.com uh, and watch with us. On February 12th, live or for that following week? You got to check out handsomepod.com and check out the new merch as well. We got a, a little cowboy hat, a pretty little lady sweater. Not to be confused with a cowboy hat. No, absolutely not. It's a not. little cowboy it's a hat. hat that says little cowboy. Exactly. Yeah. It is a baseball hat, but mm-hmm. it says little cowboy. Uh, I think there's a Ponty's sticker. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah, good gear. Yeah, there's a new pack of stickers with Ponty's, Mayfact, and What a Podcast, which there's mm-hmm. also a What a Podcast mug i've been seeing our t-shirt a lot at my shows it looks mm. so cool and the yeah. handsome hats and everything they're go awesome. to handsomepod.com to to get all your stuff mm-hmm. this is something that's new for me stephanie and i have been starting to do a live show oh nice oh nice it's yeah. called she said she said and it's based on when i used to do well not used to do stand-up but when i would do stand-up <laughs> And I would talk about Stephanie or our family, and Stephanie mm-hmm. would be in the back row of the theater. <laughs> and uh, and I'd say, Stephanie, is that how you remember the story to go? And she would say, in the darkness, not exactly. <laughs> and then we would hash it out in the show. And so now, instead of her sitting in the back row in the dark, we both sit on stage and we talk about things in our relationship and about each other. And then we share how we saw it. And then the other one shares how they saw that's it. That's great. Yeah, that's at Largo. Um, is She Said, She Said. Go to their website. And then I'm also going to be working on new stand-up at uh, Dynasty Typewriter. Go to their 
website for my tickets and for handsome tickets i'm the same i'm just check out check out my instagram because i'm i'm at largo and the elysian doing improv and uh i don't know that i don't know the day it's off the top of my head i'll be honest well i'm in the thick of my tour um it's going till the end of may uh coming up in early february i got denver colorado's tickets for the second show poughkeepsie new york madison and milwaukee wisconsin houston uh, Durham, we added a second show. Then I have L.A., New York City, Toronto, and we just added a third show in Seattle. So you can go to fortunefeeds.com for those tickets. Oh, and Wilmington, North Carolina, there as well. Lots of shows. You guys, we're just trying to bring a lot of handsome yeah, stuff to the world. You can for, catch us anywhere, basically. Basically. <laughs> but I guess all that remains in the meantime is... Keep it handsome, pod. Handsome is hosted by me, Fortune Feimster, Tignataro, and May Martin. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Woulette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com and follow us on social media at handsomepod. What a podcast! What a podcast! What a podcast!